In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Fly ball, right field off the bat of green. Way back in right center and gone. Wow. As deep a drive as you will see to right center in this ballpark. Number 10 for Riley Green. Tigers take a 1-0 lead in the sixth. All right, there you go. Home run call of the day. Riley Green going deep. Dan Dickerson on the call. Always a great time to start a day with a home run call of the day. I mean, is there a better way? No. And that's why we do it for you every day. I want to thank FanDuel so much for being part of our family, being part of the the. Baseball isn't boring. Express big things coming up. Big things coming up. Even an event. Yeah, an event I think is coming up just in a couple of weeks here. We'll give you more details as that rolls out. But speaking of big things, today's a big podcast. We've been sort of putting this one on the back burner, waiting for the right time to drop it, and boom, here it is. It is a very, very special Baseball Isn't Boring podcast. It, we always are fascinated by prospects, right? We're always fascinated about the next level, the next wave, the next um, stars, the foundation of these franchise. Well, I can tell you right now that we have on this podcast some of those people, some of the people who have been there, have done that, and are doing that, and are going to do that. What is it like to be the hope of a franchise man i mean just even saying that that's like that's a daunting thing but it's a reality when you go through the trade deadline you hear well well, they're absolutely not going to trade this guy or that guy or this guy is that guy usually it's in the mlb pipelines top 10 or so you just aren't dealing those guys because they are controllable guys they are, as he said, the face and the foundation of these franchises. Well, we got some of those guys on the podcast. We have Jackson Holiday, who is the number one prospect in all of baseball, Baltimore Orioles, double A right now, only 19 years old, obviously first round pick last year, 2022. Then we also have the number nine overall pick. That's Jackson Merrill. I'm sorry, not not the number nine overall pick. The number nine overall ranked prospect on MLB Pipeline. And we defer to them because of our good friend, Sam Dykstra. We know how excellent he is. Uh, So Jackson Merrill, the shortstop for the Padres, 20 years old in double A. Also a first round pick. Also right behind him at number 10, Jordan Lawler. Well, we got him. Yeah, he's on the podcast. He's another shortstop. Arizona Diamondbacks, double A, 21 years old. 
And then to top things off, Marcelo Meyer. Marcelo Meyer, number 11 overall MLB pipeline, shortstop, double A, Boston Red Sox, 20 years old. So what do all these guys have in common? First round picks, playing the premier position of shortstop, and also perceived by their organization as the hope. Well, I mean, normally you would say the Baltimore Orioles have a ton of, of these guys, but still, when you have someone as special as Jackson Holiday, like you still classify him almost above everybody else. It's kind of crazy. I mean, you think about what the Orioles have. But that's another podcast for another day. So Jackson Holiday, number one. Jackson Merrill, number nine. Jordan Lawler, number 10. Marcelo Meyer, number 11. All of these players have had to live the life recently of the expectations and the anticipation and the hopes and the dreams of entire fan bases. So I want to ask what that was like, what they've learned in their brief time in this existence, all of that. But to top things off, to, to get things going, I wanted to talk to someone who was there. And we had Corey Seeger on a few weeks ago. And he gave some great perspective about what it's like to be a high school shortstop drafted in the first round and then having the expectations and getting to the major leagues. And one of the things that jumped out, and I mentioned this, I think, to a couple of these guys, is that Seeger says the toughest level is double A. You get through double A, that was the toughest one. And, and all these guys right now that we're talking about, Holiday, Merrill, Lawler, and Meyer, all at double A right now. So it's a great time to talk to them in terms of trying to figure out how to power through to crack through double A. So, like you said, we had Corey Seager on. He was great. Now is another guy. The other guy, along with Seager, that's probably held up there as a perfect example of of the shortstop, the high school shortstop who was drafted very high in the first round. And that, of course, is, is Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. was drafted number two overall out of his high school, Heritage High School in Texas. Now, he was drafted number two overall in 2019 as a 19-year-old. Obviously, COVID messed things up a little bit in 2020. But the next year, so 2021, he starts the year in double A. Now, remember, he's drafted in 2019. He starts the year in double A in 2021. Just tears it up, 9.39 OPS, goes to AAA, tears it up, 9.33 OPS. Next thing you know, opening day 2022, he is on the Major League roster. He is a Major League shortstop, and he does all right for himself. He does more than all right for himself. He does very, very well. And now he's, he's perceived as one of the stars of the game. Um, just a guy who can do a little bit of everything, including, you know, be very fast as I talk to him about you know i want to stir the pot when it comes to ellie de la cruz saying he's the fastest guy on the planet because you know what bobby Witt jr isn't that far off go look at the sprint speed but that's neither here or there that's just a minor part of this the bigger issue or the bigger topic of conversation is what is it like to go through that continuum what is it like to go through that life of being the high first round draft pick high school shortstop expectations all of that so 
It is a very special podcast. We're going to kick it off by me talking with Bobby Witt Jr. about that dynamic, and then we'll get into Jackson Holiday, and then the rest of the prospects, Jackson Merrill, Jordan Lawler, Marcelo Meyer. It's a good one. Rate, review, subscribe, at BB isn't boring. Let me repeat that. At BB isn't boring social account producer. I've been doing a great job. All right. I know that you've been waiting. I've been talking a lot, but I had to set the scene because this is a good one. Here you go. We'll start out Bobby Witt Jr. When you look back at sort of when you started, as I love this, like what would you tell your younger self, even though you're like really young? <laughs> what would you tell your younger self? Um, nothing too crazy. Just tell myself, just keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy each every moment and just go out there and have fun. What's the thing that you didn't expect? When, like you, you try to like figure out like exactly how it's gonna be, like as a professional. Yeah, just just with having my dad, he kind of kind of told me the ropes and stuff. So there's nothing really. You always can just just play a lot of games, just get your body right each and every day. And so really, the off season is a big thing. Just to try to get your body ready for 160 plus games. Did it feel like this is, is uh, we talked to Mickey Moniak about this, the first overall pick, right? And he's like, it's sort of like a blessing and a curse where you have like a lot of expectations, but it's exciting. Could you feel the pressure right away? I mean, obviously, like you said, you, you sort of have an experience because of your family, but still, I don't know if like it became a thing like, hey, there he is, there he is. Yeah, there's always a little pressure, but that just makes motivation. And anytime there's pressure, it means that you're doing something right. So just having that and just something that you can just build off of and just motivate yourself to work harder off the field, prepare yourself to get ready each and every night. Corey said that the toughest level was double A. What was the toughest and well, what was the toughest sort of hurdle for you? Big, big leagues, getting into big <laughs> leagues and just knowing That's that fair. you're a big leaguer. And so, yeah, so just realizing that you're a big leaguer and just going out there each and every day and know that your work that you put in off the field is good enough to be a big leaguer. Did you feel like, looking back, do you feel like, how much more ready are you now than like then? Like, obviously, that's awesome. Like, you're right. I mean, you're opening day, right? And you're like, oh, I made the opening day roster. But how, how much more ready are you now, looking back? Yeah, I think you just get more comfortable, more ready each and every day. Um, so, yeah, just, just with time. You know, I think. What, was the, what was the, like, this is awesome moment? I think just getting that call, uh, spring training, knowing that you made the opening day roster. That was Did you know it was coming? Um, you never really know until it happens. So yeah. just whenever you officially get that, that call, get called in the But it, when it hits, so. it hits, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where was it? Where were you? Uh, in Arizona, spring training. You just called in the office? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so, again, for the kids, for the other guys that we talked to, and I talked to Jackson Holiday and Marcelo Meyer, these other guys who were drafted as high school shortstop coming out, what advice like would you go to go back for yourself, but for you, for Look, if you had them here, what would you say to them? Just prepare yourself as best you can, and just don't take any any moment for granted. Um, yeah, you gotta work and learn each and every day. Learn from the good, or learn from the bad stuff, and build off the good stuff. And just try to keep keep enjoying every moment. Just know you just gotta prepare each and every day. And this game's about adjustments. No matter what, no matter who you think you are, you're always gonna make adjustments. And that's what the the best do, I think. The last thing is is I've asked a lot of guys since Ellie De La Cruz came out and said he's the fastest man in the world. A lot of fast guys, Brenton, Doyle, and, and, and um, I asked uh, the Arizona guys about Corbin Carroll. Um, have you ever been beaten in a race? Have you? Uh, when I was little, yeah. Uh, oh, come on. No yeah, way. So, 
just trying to just get faster each and every year and just be able to maintain that speed throughout 160 plus games that's that's the ultimate goal not it doesn't matter how fast you get out of the shoot but you got to keep keep that speed the whole year you must it must be cool though like when you see i don't know if you go on baseball so far or not but you know you see ellie you see these guys and there you are like yeah, it's, it's definitely a blessing. It's just a gift to have speed, but also just got to keep, got to use it. What's the best? So you've never, been, I mean, you said you've been beaten in a race. Yeah. Like in middle school? Yeah, middle school, whatever it was, yeah. yeah. Are you faster now than you ever been, you think? I think so, yeah. Really? Just continuing to get faster each and every year, and so just just kind of goes into the work in the off season mm-hmm. and that, that I do, and just trying to stay and maintain it and not try to lose any speed, not trying to do whatever so just trying to maintain that throughout the whole year is I think the biggest thing do you ever get timed in the 40 it's just uh, a cliche question it's like I asking how much someone benched I I like freshman year of high school I think it was what was it uh, 449 oh as a freshman in high school really yes yeah, so that was the last time I ran that. did you play football yeah until my sophomore year okay man did, did a football for coach let you not play football <laughs> no yeah, he definitely wanted me to play and it was hard not to play for sure <laughs> wide receiver or you were receiver receiver and corner yeah oh man alright well congratulations on Thanks. Can you dunk a basketball? Yeah. Jeez. You can do all the things. Like, that's all. All right. Thanks to Bobby for jumping on board for a few minutes, talking about this dynamic, talking about this topic of conversation. Now going to catch up with Jackson Holiday. Jackson Holiday is whew, Jackson Holiday is kind of crazy what he's doing. 19 years old, as we said, first overall pick, which comes with a lot of pressure. We had on Mickey Moniak, as we mentioned to Bobby, He's a first overall pick in 2016. Took forever. Took a long time. Said it's a blessing and a curse. Well, it's only been a blessing for Jackson Holiday so far. At 19 years old, he's already in double A. And by the way, he's still tearing it up. He hasn't stopped. Has a 964 OPS. And, you know, maybe it helps a little bit, much like Bobby to have a parent who had gone through this, has gone through the major league lifestyle. With Bobby, it was obviously his dad a pitcher, Bobby Witt. And also, and so with Jackson Holiday, you have Matt Holiday. So it's it's maybe that's part of this. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's a topic that we should have dove into a little bit more we could do for another podcast. But all I know is this, is Jackson Holiday's tearing it up. So I feel like it's a good time to talk to Jackson Holiday. Here you go. First of all, why isn't baseball boring? Um, no, great, no, no wrong answers, yeah, man. No, there's no. It's a, it's a great game, and uh, I've been playing it ever since I was little, and uh, it's something that, that I love. And um, there's lots of lots of different parts of the game that, that are awesome. So, but okay, now I'm gonna take it next level. So, when your friends, your buddies, say, oh, "Come on, man, don't play baseball. Play football. Play basketball. Whatever it is." What's your answer? To that? I've always liked the the aspect of me competing against the pitcher and. Uh, just the competitive nature that the baseball offers and uh, there's always different ways to, to impact the game and um, there's nothing better than squaring up a basketball there is nothing better better really than far. dunking a basketball yeah unfortunately I can't really dunk a basketball too well but uh, I don't think there's anything better than that. well we had Marvin Harrison Jr. on the podcast he might be the number one yeah. pick in the draft he said that hitting a home run is harder than catching a touchdown pass I believe it oh 100% yeah. I think it's uh, definitely one of the harder things to do in 
I'm glad. I think it's a, bit, a whole separate conversation, but um, I asked this of some other guys about when you felt like that you that people were taking notice of you. I know that like you come from a baseball family, but still, like Julio Rodriguez told us, said, "Hey, listen, you know, it's when, when this soccer player knew who I was." Was there a moment like that for you? Maybe in the last year. Um, uh, I mean, not really. As far as that, like, obviously, once I started playing well, my my year of high school things started to, to grow a little bit more. But um, I mean, not really. I'm one person that doesn't really uh, doesn't really care too much at all about that stuff. I just kind of stay in my own lane. We also had on Mickey Monac, who was the number one pick in 2016. He was great talking about what it's like to be the guys. It's a it's a blessing and a curse. Have you felt like that? I mean, it's a very short time, but have you kind of felt that, like the dynamic of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see where, where he's coming from. That there's always uh, the attention, which is obviously a blessing. And um, but yeah, I mean, when you got people following you around, asking for autographs. Yeah, sorry, man. It, sorry. Gets, a, it gets a little uh, a little much, but it's it's part of it, and um, that's something that, that I'm very blessed to, to share is being being a, a top prospect and the number one pick, and uh, I wouldn't change. Is it what you thought it would be? Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd oh, say really? I expected a little bit of it, but uh, there, there's been a, a few extremes. But uh, it's it's been good. Can you give one extreme? Because uh, we're here to educate the future number one overall picks. There's some some interesting autograph things that that be prepared for if you're the number one pick. Oh, you be, you mean like guys hiring little kids? Oh yeah, stuff like that yeah. for sure. Yeah, that that's on a, on a daily. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's fun. But you know, I'm kind of baffled by it. Yeah. It's uh, just autographic different things. Yeah, there's there's lots of lots of stories already. Um, yeah, people following you to your hotel and stuff like that. And just be prepared for if you're listening to the number one pick. So again, not things that you're prepared. Like, no, no, you want to be the number one yeah. pick, but it, it comes with the with the with the price. But uh, it's it's a blessing. Yeah, great great uh, power comes great responsibility. That's right. Yeah. All right, thanks to Jackson. Another shortstop, a lot of expectations. Marcelo Meyer, the Red Sox, fourth overall pick in the 2021 draft. He is also in double-A. Hurt right now, shoulder issue on the IL, but still a guy who hasn't really slowed down since he was drafted, has been really, really impressive. Just sort of all the makings of a star. And everybody in Red Sox land, they every time they're talking about the future, it begins and ends, not ends, but begins with Marcelo Meyer. Uh, this is a guy, he's supposed to be the solution to uh, the problem when it comes to having stars, fighting stars outside Rafael Devers. He's struggled a little bit in double A, but like we said, it's an interesting thing. As I said to him, you know, this is what Corey Seager said. You got to power through. All right. Well, I thought Marcelo Meyer was very, very good talking to him. So uh, why should I hide it from you any longer? Here's Marcelo Meyer. All right. Why isn't baseball boring? Why isn't baseball? I don't think boring? I've ever asked you that question. Uh, it's not boring because it's really challenging and it's full of failure. So you're always on your toes. You know what I mean? All right. It's really unpredictable. You know. So I just talked to Corey Seager. Um, who 
was another high school first round pick. Yeah. I'm gonna. You should listen to it. It's a good one. I will. I will. It's a good. But you just say that. But I'll send it to you. You listen because cool. it's, it's it's great perspective. Oh yeah, no, I love hearing. I love hearing big leaders talk about their journey. So well, he's a first round shortstop yeah, high sure. school, right? Yeah. So I'll definitely look into it. Yeah, all right, you got all right. my word. You got all my right, word. All right, there. That's all I wanted. I wanted one more subscriber yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But the um, it was one of these things where he said what his advice was treat because he had a brother that came up before treat every level like it's a major league yeah. right don't be like oh well this is a, I gotta do this. treat every level and he's also said double A is the hardest like this is a guy who's made it can you see that I mean, yeah. you've all, I mean, I know that you haven't gone through AAA. And, yeah. But, I mean, definitely definitely so far, AA has been the challenge, the most challenging level for sure. But, you know, it's all part of the game. You learn, you you, you adjust, you make adjustments, and then and then you go from there. How much? How many adjustments have you already made in the last month? I made a few. I've made a few. Uh, hitting-wise, defensive-wise, not really, but hitting-wise, I have made a few. Anything particular or just like... Um, is this like a secret? It's a secret. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I narrowed up a little bit just to work on my move, become more athletic in the box. Okay. All right. I started with Jackson about, you know, you want to be a top prospect. You want to be a first-round pick and everything else. But with, as they said in Spider-Man, with great power comes a lot of responsibility, right? Yeah. Is it what you thought it would be in that respect? I mean, obviously in Boston, too, is, you know, more attention. Is it what you thought it would be? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of heads looking your way. But, you know, as a player, it's not really something you can control. The only thing you control is going out there and, you know, playing hard, doing your work, you know, doing whatever you can to help the big league team win. It's hard, though. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's much, much, must be harder than two years ago to basically, like, not, like, get, you know, see this or see that or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's part of the gig, though. You know, it's part of the gig, and you know, I'm really fortunate to be in this in this spot. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop working. I'm going to keep working, you know, harder than ever because I want to be a big leaguer and I want to, you know, help the Red Sox win. Is it cool being part of like a, a, not only like this group but shortstop? Like, I, I always we you know, the, like the next wave of shortstops, like that dynamic. I don't know if you're buddies with these guys or whatever, but I think it's a cool thing because you know shortstops are shortstops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of young talent, you know. Coming, coming to the big leagues, and you know, not only shortstop, but a lot of other positions. There's a lot of young, young, good prospects, and you know, we all want to be big leaguers. We all want to have great careers, so we all work hard. So what's the, so Jackson said? I said, what's the hardest thing about being a first overall pick? He said, the weird autographs that you have to sign. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely get weird autographs. Yeah, I mean, the weirdest one I got was a prosthetic leg. Oh, you did? Yeah, that was a. We just had Papelbon just told me. Really? Yeah. So. so Big league swing training game last year in at Pittsburgh. A guy just like threw a leg at me, and he was like, "Can you sign it?" I was like, "Yeah." Like I'm not gonna say no, you know, to a prosthetic leg. So that's definitely the weirdest thing I've said. Me, Dahlbeck, and a few other guys signed it. Yeah. So is this the last thing? Is it like how do you do you feel it? Like we, you're obviously you're talked about a lot, but can without just saying I'm just one day at a time and everything. Being here. Being, you know, being in Double A, are you feeling like okay, my dream is getting closer and closer? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, every day is one day closer, you know. So you just got to keep working hard, doing your work, you know, not slack off, and you know, hopefully it comes true. There you go. Being on the podcast came true, and a T-shirt's coming true. So. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Jordan Lawler, Jordan Lawler's shortstop for the Arizona Diamondback system. He is a guy who. 
Once again, drafted in the first round overall, same year as Marcelo Meyer, 2021. He got to double A before Marcelo, and he's doing okay for himself. 847 OPS in Amarillo right now. I spent the entire year at double A. So Jordan Lawler is certainly perceived as a, a the guy, one of the guys that the Arizona Diamondbacks are hanging their hat on. They have some good young player, Corbin Carroll. A guy named Corbin Carroll jumps to mind. They get a bright future. They made some deals at the deadline, but didn't give up any of these sort of guys. I mean, they're not. This, this is the thing. They're not giving up any of these guys. And that's why we know when we do this podcast how they are being perceived in their organization as the future. Jordan Lawler, no exception. Okay. Jordan drafted out of high school in Texas, six overall, 2021. Here you go, Jordan Lawler. Um, so I've already talked to you know, Marcelo Meyer, Jackson Holiday. There's something about a first round shortstop, and I just had talked to Corey C here the other day, and he had great advice because he was a high school first round pick too. Um, first off, is it is, is there sort of a brotherhood in this? I mean, in terms of you guys had a ton of shortstops drafted, and so do you kind of track where they're at. Uh, Matt McLean is another one I talked to the other day. So is it that sort of a, a thing? Like you guys follow each other? You're always looking out for your position. Like those are your guys, especially even myself for me with the coming up on the circuits the other 17, 18. We were traveling around the country together when we were young. So uh, that's your guy, and you always want to root for him. You want to keep up and keep tabs on. Is there a guy that you said, "Wow," like doing going on that circuit that you're like, "Oh man, he's, he's pretty good." Yeah, I mean, initially it was Dylan Cruz. Actually, he was the, one of the first, very first guys I remember playing with on that circuit, and then obviously Marcelo. Uh, a little later, but I mean, those two guys have always stood out to me for sure. All right, so I was going to ask, I would ask people this. I've been asking a lot of major leaguers this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fastest guy that you've ever seen. Now, you may have just answered this, right? And the reason is, when someone says they're the fastest person on the planet, yeah. well, then I got to find somebody who might think he isn't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like to think I'm pretty fast myself. Yeah, so there I you mean, go. You put, got, put your hat in the you ring. You got, uh, I mean, Corbin Carroll for sure is up there. Yeah. And then you even have Drake Amison, one of our relief pitchers from the D-backs. Oh, really? He, he beat Corbin in a race. Spring training. He did? Yes, he did. Yeah. This is like uh, the best yeah. breaking news. So though. even Drake Amison did. Yeah. Is that true? A pitcher? Wow. Yeah. Because a lot of people answered Corbin. Cor- Corbin's fast. Yeah. Dre beat him. So, I mean. What do you think? You saw you said Dela Cruz. So. I, I got to see him. I, gotta, I saw him last year, but. Uh, yeah, he's not enough. Not enough. I don't know. I guess. I'm with my boy Corbin and Dre. That's a great one. Yeah. So good. So I just could come back to the shortstop thing about um, is there because a shortstop when you're drafting the first round of shortstop, it's like you're the guy. Like just is what it is. Do you has it been a lot of pressure for you? Like in that respect, I know this one day at a time and everything else like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know. Yeah, I mean I honestly stick to day at a time. On it. Like I just keep perspective. I'm around my guys and I just try to get better every day. So yeah. I try to keep focus in there and when you keep your focus locked in. Has you be, have you become better at that as you've gone along? I think high school taught me a lot about that with the scouts every game every practice. Uh, you can get distracted by seeing looking up oh I got three there today. But yeah. um, when, you, when you're around that every day senior year junior year it, you get used to it and 
I think that has helped me. Improve. Well, the OG right now of high school shortstop traps in the first round, Corey Seager, like I said, talked to me the other day. Yeah. I'll pass on because we're here to educate. Yeah. Um, he said, well, he had a brother to play before. He said, treat every level like it's the major leagues. That's number yeah. one. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to develop. Just treat it like the major leagues. Yeah. Can you see that? I mean, I see I have the big league mindset every day. You're trying to be consistent. That's what they do. That's why they're so good. So um, I see it as a, it is a process, but I mean, I'm just trying to control what I can control, you know, and I get better every day. And the other thing, I talked to Marcelo about that. Corey said was double A was the hardest. Yeah. Like that. I think from what I've seen, the jump from high to double A is, um, it's, it's the biggest jump. What's the biggest, I mean, what adjustments that you had to make? It's the most complete level of baseball, I think, in the minors, at least from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, I think just being more consistent with your approach. That's all you got to do. Just lock it in, and uh, if you're not consistent, they're going to take advantage of you. All right. Well, I'm going to put in a good word for my guy, Tori Latello, for you. So there you go. Thank you for breaking that news earlier. That pitch is the fastest guy in baseball. <laughs> Another high school shortstop, Jackson Merrill, to that same draft, 2021, 27th overall out of Maryland. Jackson was a first-round pick, and now, like the others, he's in double-A. And he's doing all right, 808 OPS, 22 games there in San Antonio. Has sort of jumped the, the, the other guys when it comes to the MLB pipeline rankings. So he's the perfect guy to punctuate this whole thing. Shortstop galore, first-round picks galore, all from high school. Bobby Witt, Jackson Holiday, and Marcelo Meyer, Jordan Lawler, and now finally the San Diego Padres. Shortstop, well, we don't know what he is. It's like what he's going to be, shortstop of the future, second baseman of the future, third baseman of the future. All we know is that he's going to be a major leaguer of the future. Here you go, Jackson Peter Merrill. Fuck to, to finish things off. All right, the first one is we, we ask everybody, why isn't baseball boring? There's no wrong answer. The commissioner gave his answer. You can give yours. Because winning is fun. Winning is fun. That's all it is. But you can win in a lot of sports. Yeah, winning, winning in baseball is better. It's harder. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. It's more fun when it's more challenging. All right, all right. Um, so I was asking a lot of these guys, Marcelo and, and Jordan and, you know, uh, Jackson, a lot of these guys about coming up as a shortstop, a first-round shortstop. And we just had Corey Seager on the podcast, sort of the guy, like the OG of, of guys who are drafted the first round and the, what that's like. Has it been what you thought it would be? I mean, no, I didn't, I didn't know, really know what it was going to be at all. So it's kind of all, all new, but I'm starting to get the hang of it, so I'm loving it right What now. is different? So what's different about it? I mean, my shortstop in high school and younger younger age is a little easier than here. Pace of play here is crazy, so... Once you get the pace played down, you're all good. Do you feel like, so did, when you were drafted, did you feel like, okay, you know, I'll just keep playing baseball, being yeah. really good at it? Yeah, that's really all it was, just keep playing. Play the same game I've always played. Yeah, but it's harder. Yeah, it is harder, but it, it takes some adjustments, but you get there. So what, what would you, the kids who were being drafted, what advice would you give them? Um, just keep working hard. Never stop working hard. Once you start, once you stop working hard and being lazy, that's when it all goes south. So keep your mind in the game and just keep going. The, um, Jack, Jackson and uh, Marcelo also said this. He said, "Oh well, you know what is the what is the weirdest thing about being a first round pick or being a high draft pick?" He said, "The, the weird things that you have to sign." And Marcelo's like, "Oh, I got a prosthetic leg." You know, is like, "What can't decide?" Is that what was I, I don't 
know, maybe it hasn't been weird. Yeah, no. Gotta, it's always a good time for a good story. Yeah, no, there's always some weird stuff you sign. I'd say that's definitely one of them. You come out of the locker room, there's someone there every day. I'd say, like, yeah, one time I had to sign a toaster. You had to sign a toaster? Yeah. I, I told someone that a while ago, but I had to sign a toaster in the fall league. It was weird. But it was like, hey, it's a toaster. I got to sign this. It's pretty cool. When you were first, when you were a top draft pick, you, you signed a toaster. Yeah. That's awesome. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so that, that's, listen, that's a good story. So that's the weirdest thing you ever signed. Yeah. That's like, I mean, there's nothing really weirder than a toaster. Yeah. So, anyway, congratulations on everything. Thank you. I appreciate that.